here with Mark Moore. Got to explain the shirt, Mark. Um, this is yes, Guns N' Roses, and you know one of the famous things that Axl Rose says. Uh, he says, "You're in the jungle, baby. You're in the jungle, baby." I'm in the jungle with Mark. Anything could happen. We create the jungle. <laughs> yeah. We on, don't just live in the jungle. In an airport, Mark, on stage, <laughs> at an event, you're preaching. I'm like, Mark could come up. He could change it. We could change anything. You're in the jungle. Oh, and now he's blaming that on me that he could no, change it. It's, yeah. it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, okay, here's the deal. Here's the question I've got for you. Right. Tons of pastors in America, um, you know, like in my boat, you know, starting new, right? Yep. Um, diving into senior pastor roles and thinking, what? been around like mark a couple like what would you say do more of yeah stop what would you say well that that's a that's a phenomenal question and you know it's, it's interesting i'm just i'm fairly new to actually the pastoral game because i spent so much time mm -hmm. in the college but here's some things that i've learned in the past six years I, I consider myself a newbie as well but one of the things that i would say to every pastor like here's your secret weapon learn people's names it sounds so stupid, but the most beautiful mm -hmm. sound, believe it or not, preachers, the most beautiful sound is not you opening a Bible, it's calling someone's name. Yeah. And I, th I think back to when there was a moment where Jesus told his disciples, hey, let's get away, let's go across the lake, they needed some R&R. &R. He gets over there, they mobbed him. Like literally, that was when there was 15,000 people, 5,000 men, women, children. You know what he does? He sees them as sheep without a shepherd and he taught them many things, and then he fed them. And that's, that's such a great model for ministry. The other thing I think that we are afraid of is marketing. So you look at you know, your, your signage, your, your programs, uh, radio spots, it feels secular to us. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not, like marketing is not a bad thing. Now here's the problem, when we do marketing, most churches I know spend way too much time on their app mm -hmm. and on social media. Are those important? Sure. Can you get some bang for your buck? Yes. But most people spend way too much time on the least effective methods. The most effective method of marketing that I know, and this is kind of, this is kind of a paradox, is reaching out to men. And what the problem is, men don't read. It's a general rule. So you actually have to market to women to reach men. Can I explain that? Well, the way that women read is like women will read more than men. So when you send a piece to someone's home, you want it to attract a female's attention, but you want it to be a program. So maybe I should say it this way. You market to women, program for men. And we do it the opposite. We actually program a lot for women. We think about uh, fancy meals or flowers. Men could care less about that. What you did this morning, this morning at, at Generations, this cat here passes out beef jerky to every dude in the audience. It's fun. Not only was it fun, like you also had the women go, wait, I, like I want some, and all the men are going, glad I came to church today, <laughs> right. right? It was crazy. Men are, men are easier to reach, and they're more effective. Now, I know it sounds chauvinistic, it's not intended to be at all, but if you want to reach women, you have to reach men. Because if you reach women, you're not going to reach men. If you reach men, they tend to be the decision makers for when the family vacation is, and when you're going to go to church, and they're mostly decision makers when kids leave the house, whether they're going to stay in church. Super, super important. Let me, let me say one other thing. Got time? Yeah. One other thing that, that I've changed is my sermons. Oh. A couple of different ways. When I first started preaching, uh, I wanted everybody to know how smart I was. Now, I, I covered it over. Like, I wasn't just that blatant, yeah. selfish. But I covered it over by saying, um, I'm going to be biblical. Yeah. 
dividends are important, but now I am more focused on being helpful than truthful. Now look, you can't preach something like out of the Bhagavad Gita. I mean, you, no. got, you have to preach out of the Bible. But the Bible itself, every book in the Bible is written to a specific situation people were facing. And so the way I've thought of it, Johnny, is I start my sermons. I used to start my sermons uh, from the platform and try to push it to the audience mm -hmm. with theology. Yeah. Now I start my sermons in the pew. Sometimes I literally go and sit where people sit and think, how is this guy going to respond to this? Is it going to be helpful? And the most important comment I get is not, well, I never thought of it that way before. Here's the most, the most important compliment I get is a guy or a woman will say, I used what you said last week in my business meeting for my company on Monday morning. Wow. So if you could take the gospel and put it in practical terms that, that actually change people's lives, and it does, right? It changes it lives, it changes marriages, changes families. So if you can articulate it in a way that's helpful, uh, it makes the marketing piece way easier. Yeah. All right. Those, those are my ideas I have. Thanks for coffee, man. <laughs>